Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Dear Writer. This is episode 53, and it's another one of our Culturing Creativity episodes. And today we're going to talk about using something called the stained glass poem to inspire creativity, which should be kind of amusing given um, Sarah and my history with writing poetry. So hopefully... (laughs) This goes better than poetry has gone for us in the past. So like these uh, shorter episodes, we'll just get right into it. So I found this stained glass poetry exercise in a a paper, which was, I was like, oh, this is an interesting exercise. We could give it a go. Can I just say that when I first saw it, I thought that it was like something to do with actual stained glass. I was like, I don't understand where we're going with this, (laughs) but... It sounds interesting. I'm not sure whether we're going to be able to do this or not because it sounded quite outlandish. But when we went into it, I'll let Ashley explain a little bit about <laughs> it. It is not to do with actually making like stained glass or like using stained glass. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. That would have been hilarious. That would have been so good. We'd have to have pictures to accompany the podcast so everyone could see our stained glass creations. Yes. It would be excellent. I now wish we had made stained glass windows. That seems like quite a process. Yeah. I hope our poems live up to, you know, the <laughs> expectation now. Probably not. But anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. The stained glass poetry is an example of a structured writing assignment. And the paper that I found this writing exercise in uh, lists the benefits of doing this activity as being able to focus your attention on images, thoughts, emotions, uh, and also encouraging a deeper expression of hidden information. I was like, oh, okay. I'm very intrigued to see what comes out of this. Uh, So I thought before I went into a bit more detail about how the poem actually works, we could talk about how we think basically the things that the authors described uh, in the paper, how we think that might help us be a bit more creative. Go to you, Sarah. Well, to me, I think it's an interesting way of reaching further into my own head and to see what issues are really cropping up. I think this is useful because it brings to the surface thoughts and emotions that have sometimes been buried for quite a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, not only is it incredibly healthy to work through your past experiences this way, It also helps you to understand your own psyche a bit better. And to me, that translates that you are therefore able to do the same in reaching deeper into your characters' minds, because we all know that as much as our characters have their own kind of life force, shall we call it, (laughs) um, (laughs) they do come from us and are created by us and the emotions that we put them through like on the page we have like dug deep into ourselves to try and find so I think digging deeper into more your subconscious is a way of like deepening your your character's experiences and showing that more through your writing so I think that's definitely one benefit and that makes a lot of sense I think yeah (laughs) we also I feel write about things that resonate with us and though you will do this subconsciously 
Um, I think it helps to know the theme of what you're writing and then you can like give it a bit more weight than if you just do it subconsciously. And so I think if you know what things are highly important to you and resonate with you, that you're going to be able to translate that to the page more as well. Um, so I think it's useful from those perspectives. It's very, very intrigued about it. <laughs> I think you raised some really good points though, Sarah, about, I guess, helping it, helping you. I was, I was got confused between the words channel and connect, but both, I guess, <laughs> channel and connect with the characters that you're creating. And I guess you never know what kind of, I guess, emotions and things are going to come out of these poems which could help you you know because we're not I can't write you know every emotion amazingly in my characters you know there are some where I struggle a bit more than others so this could Mm -hmm. be a way to try and look into that a bit more yeah for sure I guess for me to start with like I'm not comfortable writing poetry at all I find it a very like challenging process for me I I don't know why but I just I, as I've said before, it's because I like have this weird compulsion to rhyme things, and if it's, which is strange for me. And I also feel like, I don't know, I'm very comfortable writing, you know, a chapter where a character is going through something, but suddenly putting it into poetry, I'm like, mm, I just it doesn't feel like in my comfort zone. So we'll see how this goes, and with the benefits that the paper highlights. I was going to say, I think it's easy enough or generally easy enough for you as the writer to come up with events in the book, right? But sometimes it can be hard to come up with the imagery for certain things and also some of the emotions, especially when you're dealing with characters that aren't, you know, if characters are like me, it's easier for me to, you know, portray like my emotions onto them. But when the character's different to Mm -hmm. me, I find it difficult, you know, to like, really make sure I'm doing an authentic job of how that person would feel yeah and I think having this you know other way to kind of bring out other emotions or thoughts or images that are a bit more buried in yourself is a good way to start to experiment with that when you're writing if that makes any sense it's a very long-winded way to get there <laughs> no <laughs> definitely, there. definitely and I think you know that's a really good point is that you don't gel with every character the same and some of them you know you they are quite different from you and you don't connect with them at all and like learning how to do that is like half of like learning how to write the character and sometimes you're just like stuck there so I do think that you know opening yourself up to this kind of thing can help a lot there's always the easier answer as well, where doing this sort of exercise is going to open up a lot of interesting thoughts um, and interesting images that you can use for inspiration as well, which is never a bad thing. Definitely. Okay. So I thought we could then get into how this exercise slash the stained glass poem works. So Sarah, do you want to kind of broken it down into two parts? Do you want to go over the, through the overview first, and then I'll go through the questions, which sure. I understand in a minute. So we were provided with a list of questions that we had to answer um, symbolically and metaphorically, although to be honest, we'll try to, I guess. <laughs> I just mainly just answered them how, however I thought, whether it be literally or not. or <laughs> But, you know, because it, it, it did say, you know, just write whatever answers came to us as quickly as possible. And 
once the questions were answered, we then had to arrange the answers into a pattern or a poem that we liked. Yeah. Yes. I thought I'd just quickly go through what the questions were. I think it'll make sense why they say like symbolically slash metaphorically. Because when I originally looked at it, I was like, you could just answer like one word, which would make this very odd. So, um, so the first question was, what did this guy feel like to you this morning? The second question was, how did you feel when you first awoke? Then it was, tell a fragment of a dream. And if you don't remember last night, use some other night or just make one up. Uh, the next question was, if you could be anywhere in the world, time and distance being irrelevant, where would you go? Then it was, if you could go to that place any way you wanted, how would you go? And then finally, which has cracked me up, as you came to this meeting preoccupied with life, suddenly something in the bushes caught your eye. An entity of some sort crooked its finger at you and you leaned over to hear it speak. The entity said, the key to life is, and then you have to fill in the sentence. So those are the questions we had to answer. So as you can imagine, they kind of wanted semi longer form answers rather than just one word, which kind of makes sense why they tell you to try and answer them a bit more symbolically otherwise I feel like it would just be like cold tired <laughs> I had to um rein myself in to be honest because I'm always one of those people who like write a paragraph to a, like a, a question <laughs> so which obviously is not gonna work for a poem um <laughs> and so I find it interesting that you interpreted it that way because I had the opposite experience I was like oh I've got to like confine myself a bit more here oh. <laughs> no, because I've read one of the, because in my mind, I was like, how does this work? Because I feel like I'm just going to be like, as I said, cold, tired, like one word things. And I read, they had some examples in this paper and I had a look at them and I was like, oh, <laughs> sentence sort of sentences. Okay. We got, I got this. <laughs> I admit that I, I didn't go like fully in depth in the paper. So <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, I just kept, well, cause I was looking for um, exercises that we, I didn't do. see the examples. Damn it. <laughs> So I saw the examples and I was like, what? Not one word answers. I used yours as an example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's true. So I thought we could read our poems first and then we can explain what our answers to the questions were. And then maybe you can kind of see how we arranged them, I suppose. Do you want me to go first or you go first? I don't mind. You can go first if you like. Okay. So my poem ended up... So I didn't feel like the answers to my questions were dark, but my poem came out very dark. So apologies. Well, I feel like it came across kind of dark. All right. So here is my stained glass poem. The weight of a new day to live your truth. A cool kiss of wind on my face. An entity heavy on my chest. Pressing, pushing, paralyzed and struggling for breath. Pulled from the edge of sleep, falling back into slumber pushing me back into my dreams, home with wind beneath my wings. So has my poem went? <laughs> Mine is also slightly dark, but... <laughs> I swear our headspace is all right. Yeah, I'll explain mine a bit more later. So. Fearful, I barely dare to breathe. How much will I bleed? I dread rising. Gravity, offend. I cannot find her. Room to room I rove, always searching. Finally, she is with me, but she is older and wiser than I. Escape. I step through a door between worlds. I am beckoned between places and times. Freely, I visit the two places that make me whole. 
expansive blue i could get lost up there it shows no hint of rain no hint of snow warm november days lush forest surrounds me the smell of wet soil and pine trees create a heady aroma bark scratches under my fingers this is home the key to life is staying in the present allowing every experience to be felt recognizing and making room for every emotion accepting yourself and your reality for no more or less than what it is and that's my a bit longer as I want <laughs> yes. it's okay though it started off kind of dark but then it got happier I feel like it got happier but that was because you realized I, it was getting the, dark so it reached no, it, happier. It, was, it was because of the type of questions but then right, yeah also the way I arranged it I kind of arranged it so that like that way if that makes sense which we can talk a a bit more about in a second I guess okay so I guess I can go through my answers to the questions and I'll kind of I guess I'll give if I can a little explanation like why I've said that but some of them are just random so the what did the sky feel like to you this morning I said a cool kiss of wind on my face because it was blowing a southerly gale (laughs) this morning well yesterday morning whatever morning I did it (laughs) How did you feel when you first awoke? And I said, pulled from the edge of sleep, falling back into slumber, the weight of a new day pushing me back into my dreams because I was really tired and wanted to go back to bed and didn't want to get to go to work. <laughs> so the telefragment of a dream. So I'm just going to paraphrase this. I have, um, what do you call it? I've had the sleep paralysis before. And whenever I think of dreams, I immediately think of the times I've had sleep paralysis. Hence, <laughs> The paralyzed and struggling for breath, an entity heavy on my chest, pressing, pushing. So I've had yeah. that like once or so. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's a creepy dream. I don't yeah, like so terrifying. So that's where that one came from. Um, if you go anywhere in the world, time and distance being irrelevant, where would you go? My answer was home, probably because of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> and if you could go to that place anywhere you wanted, how would you go? And I said, with wind beneath my wings. And then the, the key to life is, and I said, to live your truth. So those are the answers to my questions. <laughs> do you want to do the answer to yours next? Sure. So mine, the one about the sky, I just put expansive blue. I could get lost up there. No hint of rain, no hint of snow, warm November days, that part. Because <laughs> it has been really warm this November. Usually oh. it's snowing a lot by now, but. We've had like one day of snow maybe so far, touch wood. <laughs> so that's nice. And then how did you feel when you first awoke? So that was the fearful, I barely dare to breathe. How much will I bleed? I dread rising. I have to kind of <laughs> explain a little bit about that I feel. <laughs> um, part of the reason why mine is dark is because of the nature of what I'm going through in my life right now. I feel like I had to be authentic when writing the answers because I felt like otherwise it wouldn't be like a true experience of the poem, but I'm sorry. I don't really feel like sharing <laughs> that part of what's going on. I, feel like that's I, will, fair. I will one day. I feel <laughs> like that's fair. Not today. So sorry guys. Um, that's just going to be a bit weird for you, but that's all right. <laughs> You'll be like, what is happening to Sarah? <laughs> that's fine. I'm all right. <laughs> She's not dying. No, let's just put that out there. But the fragment of the dream is that I cannot find her room to room. I rove, always searching. Finally, she is with me, but she is older and wiser than I. And then that if you could go anywhere in the world, 
One is the lush forest surrounds me, the smell of wet soil, pine trees creating a heady aroma, bark scratches under my fingers. This is home part, which is obviously New Zealand. <laughs> I would like to go back at some point. <laughs> and then if you could get to that place anywhere you wanted, how would you go? So then I thought of like escaping and stepping through a door between worlds and the being beckoned between places and times. And freely I visit the two places that make me whole. So like here and there, if I could just step there and step back, it would be really nice. <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I pass in my queue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the sort of last verse that, of my poem related to the entity crooking its finger and saying the key to life is, and I included the key to life in my one, but the key to life is staying in the present, allowing every experience to be felt, recognizing and making room for every emotion, accepting yourself and reality for no more or less than what it is, which is kind of like a life lesson that I've been learning lately. <laughs> Good life lesson. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was really long-winded. I was like, oh, <laughs> my answers are long. I'm glad that I didn't like, you know, do an entire paragraph for everyone. Oh we would have been here forever. <laughs> How did you find, like, one answering the questions and then two putting it into the into the poem? I one answering the questions. I feel like I my style is very narrative, so it's not how I usually like to write a poem because. I felt like trying to divide that up was kind of tricky and that was really long because of that. <laughs> like even, even when we're writing out the notes for this podcast, it's often how I'll speak it anyways. Like, oh, you know, I'll add in pieces here and there when I like think about something, but the notes are like a speech written out. <laughs> Oh, right. And so I kind of like do the same when I'm like ask questions and <laughs> thing. And it's like always like this long winded answer. So I didn't feel it was very suited for poetry, but arranging them, there was kind of like a pattern. I found that there was kind of like three parts, like, you know, the fearful part. And then there was like the part of imagining of being somewhere else. And then the life lesson part. So I kind of felt like it had a story to it within, and I just like rearranged it into that story where it was like, this is where I am right now. This is where I'd like to escape to. But actually I need to be feeling these things and going through these emotions to be like the most true authentic version of myself kind of was mm -hmm. the flow of the poem. <laughs> that makes sense. That does make sense. That does make sense. Yeah, so I felt like I it, it did have a logical flow to it. I was going to say, I don't think your poem came across too narrative once you actually arranged it into the poem, if that makes any sense. Like I it, did try to write slightly more flowy than normal, <laughs> <but> <laughs> knowing that it was going to be tricky, but <laughs> at the same time, yeah. I was semi-similar with mine, although I don't usually write long-winded answers, generally speaking, so I had the challenge of the opposite challenge of like trying to answer them in like sentences but then I was very conscious that we were going to have to turn it into a poem so I, I kept trying to keep them in like little short segments so that I could like piece it together later mm -hmm. so that kind of I guess was okay I seem to write the answers quite quickly and the putting the poem together 
I literally just put all the sentences in a row and then just like rearranged it into something that kind of made sense. Yeah. And then I got the like the other uh, an entity heavy on my chest, pressing, pushing, paralyzed and struggling for breath, pulled from the edge of sleep, falling back into slumber. That part I got quite quickly. Um, and then I was like, um, okay, how should I start it? And I was like, well, new day, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, I was like, end home. Why not? So it kind of is how it ended up going together. Although I was like pleasantly surprised with how it turned out because I was worried it was just going to be weird. <laughs> um, like my poems usually are. So that was okay. And then I was like, maybe this is how I need to write poetry normally. <laughs> just like randomly put thoughts. Well, I was kind of thinking about that. Do you think it's because when you usually write poems, do you try to like just write your feelings or do you write like a theme it's usually a theme not usually my feelings yeah yeah see I feel like maybe that's why it feels more authentic to you because I feel like that's almost like the struggle that I have with poems is yeah usually like I will write to the to my feelings and stuff um and it will sometimes take a weird turn but they're almost too personal in some ways and then I'm like um I don't really want to like look at it or deal with it sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's when I find myself being really critical of my poems but then at the same time like I feel like if you're writing more to a theme sometimes it's hard to get that depth yeah and you know you could maybe feel that it's I don't know it's just my my theory <laughs> I can't even it's explain very, it. it's very possible it's very possible and it's not like I try and write poetry often because I find it such a, a weird experience <laughs> I guess I don't know so maybe this will encourage me to write my poetry mm, well it was kind of like free for poetry in some ways because it was asking yeah. you like and it was asking you questions like focused on how you feel about things too so I think that it frees you up to kind of explore what you're feeling and to translate that into a poem Mm -hmm. I agree that kind of makes sense it kind of makes sense I did enjoy the experience overall though got a poem that didn't rhyme for once which was excellent (laughs) (laughs) do you think it made you how do you think it like worked for you creativity wise given that's the theme of these podcasts it works all right. I didn't have to resist the urge to add in like odd words to join it into a more logical flow as well, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, if I just add like a, you know, a word here or something, like that'll make it more dramatic and then it'll like flow on better to the next verse. <laughs> but then I was like, no, you can't do that, Sarah, because that's not. It's that's not, not the, the way <laughs> I had the same thing I kept wanting to be like oh if I could just change the tense of this one <laughs> word it would just make it so much better I can't do it um so I found that kind of tricky and it's kind of like I said before about the narrative structure just that it felt a bit odd but I think it was I mean I think you can kind of tell from the way that I've answered the previous questions that I think it is helpful for your creativity it's just bit of a strange exercise it's very don't strange. necessarily walk away from it thinking that you're going to get something really amazing because that is not the point of the exercise I did find it I had to you know use my brain had to work to put the poem actually together once I had all of the 
you know the sentences it was a bit I thought it was going to be easy that was going to be the easy part I thought I could just like randomly like plonk sentences together and it would be fine I'm like yeah it's a poem but then of course I started and I was like mm, you know my editor hat went on and I was like oh maybe if I like flip these two or flip these two or like move this and I said like, nope just let it be so I found that a little bit challenging but good though because it's always you know beneficial to have to you know work at something especially in an area that you're not super familiar with and I guess it to be fair it did make me realize that perhaps one day I could write poetry that I don't hate so you know that was that was a thing that came out of this Um, (laughs) that is good which is always good I did think I was going to mention if anyone listening to this wants to have a go at the poem I would be very intrigued to see what your poems come out as you can put the questions in the notes, which yeah. I do apologize for being a bit slow, like getting notes from previous episodes up onto the, the website. I'll get there. I'm working on it. <laughs> so that'd be, that'd be quite cool if you could, if you wanted to share your poems. If not, that's totally fine. But you could have a go at it now that you have two quite different examples of how it turned out because mine's quite short. Yours is more like longer style. <laughs> lengthy poem, yes. <laughs> covered more than a page yeah I was like oh my goodness my poetry is calling Sarah yeah occasionally anyway should we wrap this up then yeah we've been talking uh, quite a while I think so it'll be about time <laughs> sounds good so there are still some spots left on our author spotlight section uh, and if you want to apply you can just head over to our website uh, lindersoncreations.com and you can hover your mouse over the podcast tab and then you'll find a link where you can apply. And next time on Do Write It, it's our author spotlight interview series, um, which we're always very excited about. So hope you'll yes. enjoy that as much as we do. If you'd like to know more about us, or any of our writing projects, you can visit us at the aforementioned website, lindersoncreations.com, or get in contact with us on Facebook or on Instagram, which is also under Linderson Creations. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, and we'll be back next week. So happy writing, everyone. Mm-hmm.